Welcome to the My Rules Are Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. I had the opportunity, actually, about this time yesterday, to chat with Barney Decker for the second part of his interview with me. The slight distinction, although, well, yes, the slight distinction this time was that I was quite irascible. So I'm not sure whether it'll make a good interview or not. I haven't actually gone back and listened to it. One of the things about doing all these podcasts is that your Skype records everything. And I thought, I'm just going to leave it with Barney to see how he edits it, or maybe doesn't edit it, and puts it out. But we touched on a number of topics which, in accumulation, I just found rather irritating. And, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what edits Barney puts into it when he puts it out. Some of the things I wanted to talk about from the last paintcast, I have all the figures dipped now, and they are unbelievably sticky. These are the dwarves and the orcs. So my thought was that I'll take some photographs of them and take them with me on my international travels and use that as an opportunity to work on the October skirmish rules. I have started to work on what I'm loosely thinking of as a sequel to the Britannia rule system. And my plan with that is as follows currently. I've put in about five pages of 200 pages and I've worked out the rough time frame to put the thing together and do playtesting and all these kind of things. My plan is to release that as something physical, and if folks are interested in owning the physical thing, then they can pick it up through probably Lulu or potentially Create Space, and then just talk about some of the rules through this podcast. I think that's important in part because I wanted to see whether people are willing to use those kind of mechanisms to get rule systems, but also it is a very different kind of rule system than a lot of the stuff that I've talked about here in terms of, on one part, the level of detail. Also, I want to commission some artists to do some work in it. So I want to have something which is more in line with something that you might get on Kickstarter, for example, rather than just an evolving set of free rules. And what interests me with the Britannia sequel, and I have a name and everything already picked out for it, is the notion of like long-form RPG content in it. So it'll be distinctly different than the rules dynamics and the other things that I'm discussing in this podcast, but it will have some interesting rules dynamics. So stay tuned for that. My hope is that I'll be able to put in some serious work while I'm in Australia, various points where I'm just relaxing various places. Maybe, maybe not. And I'll use this time to solidify a bunch of stuff within those rules. I'm also going to use this time to finish the fictional Just Plain Chaos book to a state where I'll be able to get it to the fellow to do the audiobook. That's an interesting goal. I worked on this last time I was traveling and part of that is because it relates to elements from those locations. I mean, not directly from the locations, but just being in this part of the world or being in the part of the world that I'll be in makes me think more about the stuff that's in the book. So we'll see how that comes together. But yeah, it was an interesting conversation with Bunny Dicker. I wanted to give some discussion to a variety of things that I haven't actually talked about in this podcast. And one of the points that I wanted to make through the recording with Barney, which I think I made, was that the intellectual property that large companies create, like Games Workshop, what have you, the miniatures, these things, are separate from the rule systems that they create. And while I love certain miniature lines and certain periods of time in Games Workshop, I may not like the rule systems specifically that came out with them. And the notion of the individual, the person who 
you know, is not a formal rules creator, not formally blessed by these companies coming up with their own rules within it, I think is a central theme through this particular recording. The notion that anyone can come to these things and create their own rule systems, but the intrinsic value of the unblank figures and you know, these kind of things, the, the, the creative part of this process that isn't specifically associated with the formalized rules that these companies put out. I think that is an interesting idea. And we also talked about this notion of a vast majority of game players being perfectly happy with the rules the way they are. And we did this in the discussion associated with Easy Dice. It'll be interesting to see how that comes out, how, how Barney frames that in conversation, because he certainly records an intro with the recording as well. We also talked a little bit, and this was probably when I was at my most irascible, just because I thought the point had to be made, that in parallel to all of this, and I can talk about it, I mean, it's pretty well documented in podcast form, a large portion of my simulation work has had to be changed slightly based on the aggressive actions of an external party for no other reason that they just wanted to use the name and then they wanted to suppress all my work based on the fact that they wanted their, well, my name that they were using <laughs> to be high in Google searches, which just meant absolutely expunging good portions of the internet and paying Google and a variety of other folk to just have it expunged. And if you think I'm being slightly cagey about the Britannia sequel, it is purely because I'm very mindful that sometimes launching things early or doing these kind of things isn't necessarily advantageous. Now, I have already talked about the notion of Patreon, and the silence was deafening from the listenership associated with this particular topic. In fact, Barney Dicker didn't even raise it in our discussion uh, as well. So my view with that is, okay, that is an important data point. But I want to see if a physical rule set with a variety of different ideas can be run in parallel to what is clearly a kind of vast quantity of open source and open ideas that I'm putting out in this particular podcast as well. So if you have any thoughts with regards to my discussion of Patreon, please do get in contact. Give me your thoughts and feedback. Barbele, bravo, Alpha Romeo, bravo, Alpha Lima, Echo, Tango at gmail.com is the way to contact me. My suspicion is that this might be the last recording prior to my travels. So I want to thank everyone for listening to this particular podcast. There are a variety of ways to say have a great end of year period and a wonderful 2020. But the facility that this podcast has given me to talk and think and behave in a way where I don't normally record these ideas and things we will start to explore, particularly with the October skirmish rules in the new year, associated with some of my analysis of history, in particular Second World War history. And I think what is fascinating through that is I will hope to try to provide some of the nuances that Barney tried to tease out of me in the recording yesterday, associated with my subtle thinking of where history is important and where history is unimportant. And I think in wargaming particularly, the nuances of history that are presented through a rule system are always about emphasizing certain aspects. I watch a fellow on YouTube who talks periodically associated with how, when confronted with killing people with a gun, even in points of war, people rarely shoot the other soldier, the opposing soldier. 
And this is a very nuanced thing that actually, if people aimed their weapons and fired at humans, in a majority of cases, the casualties of war, particularly in frontline combat, would be far higher. And this statistically, I think, is absolutely fascinating because it represents kind of human psychology where you could have combatants where not a majority of the combatants in close range walked away, but certainly the notion of steely-eyed gunmen shooting each other down in close quarters is one that is perpetuated by a particular historical narrative. So these kind of ideas, I think, are absolutely fascinating when you know put out there by amateur historians. Yet the nature of what a historical account is, the notion of winning at all costs, the notion of, you know, completely eliminating your foe, is in stark contrast to the statistics that exist with regards to the practicalities of war. So that is a footnote that I want to leave for you for your holiday break, whatever one calls it these days, with the notion that statistically we are simulating something that is slightly more nuanced in practicality. Tom Barbelay and San Jose signing out. Hopefully you'll hear from me early in the new year with some exciting announcements about new stuff that is coming out.